What's going on, Knicks fans? I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with my brother, Andre Jalil, and my cousin, Rick the Ruler. Welcome to the God of Knicks podcast. Three-pointers good. Frank Nilekina, three for three. Nilekina for three. It's good. R.J. Barrett, a little sauce on that one. He's got 21. R.J. Barrett dances inside and scores on the last. Knox for three. Knox hits a three. Shot clock at seven. Knox nails a three. This is our take on everything, Knicks. On and off the court, we're mostly about the eye test, not too much about the numbers, but as we all know, men lie, women lie, and numbers don't. Today we have friends of the show with us, Joe and Slizzy Take, as we discuss the 2020 draft lottery, the 2020 draft prospects, who each of us want at the eighth pick, and we talk some bubble talk. This is episode 41. Let's get right into it. But these are just simple, simple moves and simple mistakes that you do because you're rushing instead of just building like Denver, like Utah, like Toronto. But that's why I said it. This, this isn't the Knicks of old, man. We, we actually have an office that looks like they're making the, the right yeah, moves. Yeah, th- th- this, is, this is the thing that, that, that I'm, like, looking for. Because right now, like, like how you feel de- defeated or deflated, I feel the same way. Because when I saw that shit turn around, I said New York Knicks at eight. Yeah, I was like, who was the fuck tight. are you getting that eight, right? Exactly. So, but, you know, new coach. We got, like, new people, new front office. It's almost like we starting from scratch. And I just want to see how they move pieces around because... You, you know, it's hard for me to, to to like see the light at the end of the tunnel right now. It's looking like here we go, you know. Because when we come back next season, you got to now we playing against Durant and Kyrie. You know, what I'm saying we got Boston oh with Kyrie. With, with, yeah, oh this the East is not the oh East ain't gonna be easy. God, do you see the West? Oh my goodness! I, they yo, bro, think about this. They just gave Minnesota the one pick and gave Golden State the number yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand how that happened. That was, and, but but people Adam Silver did. See, this is why Adam Silver is a snake. He is snake. I'm I'm starting to catch on to him. Did you know he gave the next eight draft picks to the Eastern Conference? He is he's a snake. He, I know what he's doing. He I mean, they did. The, the, the I mean, I'm not mad at the Warriors getting in the top two simply because they were. They had what the highest I, chance to get the first pick, and they still didn't get the I first pick. I feel some type of way, brother. I feel some type. Yeah, because it, it's like they had one bad year, and the NBA looking out for them already. I see. First they didn't even have a bad year past. yet, though. Oh they God. didn't even have the. I mean, technically, they did have a bad the, year. This the last year. championship, they they they. That's when everybody got injured, and then it was this season, and this season was a a, a crap show because of the pandemic. So they didn't even have a chance to to have a full bad season. Well, they were Golden they, State ain't keeping that pick, man. They trading that pick. They trading that pick. I mean, they, they were one team that can do that. They the one team that can do that, but not not for nothing though. I mean, I, I I don't know, bro. I can't I can't sit here and tell you that it's completely based off of the ping pong balls. I can't tell you that it's completely uh, uh, a conspiracy. 
You know it's what I'm saying? Of it's it's a conspiracy. Yeah, it is. Real. I it has to be I, real. I, I can't it say it 100%. It just just because it, uh, we I, can't I, explain I, it doesn't mean that it's not. I think it, it's, it's both. Real. I think it's both. I think the top three is always if there's Bro. if there's if there's anything that they touch is probably the top three. Bro, you can't tell me right now that what prime example. When you go look at the attendance for last season, guess who's last in attendance? The Timberwolves. When you look at stuff like, guess who's also last in the standings? The Charlotte Hornets. And it's like, what comes on this year? The last dance by the Chicago Bulls. Who owns the Hornets? <laughs> Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. It's like, why do the NBA do this to the Knicks? Because we don't need to give the Knicks the top pick. Because they already make money. Matter of fact, the Knicks is number one in the NBA in gross money last year. Right. Mm-hmm. Every 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 year, it's like the it's like every the Knicks and the Lakers. Year. Yeah, every single year, that's just how it's gonna go. So we gonna have to build. We gonna have to build. So, see, but we got the eight see, but my thing is, um, this just we just gotta do our job, bro. The fact that we've been in the lottery for this long is is that's not something we should be complaining about. You know what I'm saying? Like. We might the Warriors. Yeah, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's not the best draft class either. That's why. Not even that. Like, look at look at like the Warriors got in the the top. What they got the number two pick, right? Warriors get the number two pick. When was the last time they were in the lottery? You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad that we got. Where they get this pick pick. from though? They got this from a a trade. No, they were, they, were, no. they had they the worst record in the in the league this year. That's oh, what I'm yeah, saying. That's right. Tanking. They yo. had the worst they record in the league. But but this but what I'm saying is, if I can see even if the even if it is a conspiracy, right? So cool. I can see them saying, well, since this is a, this is a conspiracy, you always losing. We're not gonna keep giving you a top two three pick. But if you do your job and win, and every now and then you lose. I right, will bless you with something nice. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what how I would look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I'm not mad <laughs> that we got a number eight pick when we've had how many lottery picks in the past five, six, seven years? Yeah, but it, it wasn't for lack of them trying. They just had the wrong people trying. Right, but no, nah, and it's not that the lack lack of trying. You're not bro, developing these guys. Why bro, are you that bad what, for that long? Picks, bro. I'm watching one of our lottery picks on the screen right now in Jamal Murray. What lottery picks you speak of? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm, why I'm do we, look, bro, we, we, we right drafted now. Frank Nilakina. We drafted Kevin Knox. We Frank drafted R.J. Barrett. We now, we, we, now have, we now have a number eight pick. Those are four straight lottery picks, bro. We're in the lottery right. every single year. We should not be complaining about shit, to be honest with you. We shouldn't right, be that so bad. Can, can, can the Knicks do us a favor and play the goddamn kids then? No, it's can not about playing them, bro. It's not about playing yes, them. Yes, it is. They it's have to develop these them, guys. They can't uh, just How you develop them? You don't just throw them out there and they develop. No, you got to have on, development bro. coaches out there. You got to have development coaches out there. You mean to tell me the only way a player can develop is by playing minutes? You know how many dudes in the NBA got high minutes and don't develop? All right. In the context of the Knicks and the coaches we have had, I felt like they would have developed more if they was on the floor more. Now, we would have had to develop. Yeah, because we didn't have no damn development coaches. So, yeah, the only way they could develop is by playing at that point. All right. So, now, your, your point of develop. All right. We're going to see, yeah. We're going to see. Because I'm telling you right now, the, the, way, the way they're building it with Tom at the helm, he's going to coach the hell out of them. 
He's not supposed to be the player development. All right, this is we're going to walk through this shit. Nah, he exits the nose, and that's how it should be. That's why you bring in Kenny Payne. You bring in Johnny Bryant. These guys who mm-hmm. know how to talk to NBA young players and get to them and help them develop. Get Johnny, the Johnny Bryant is going to be for mostly the guards. Then you got Kenny Payne, who's mostly for the big man in the wings. And that's just how you're going to rock with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you develop guys. You don't have a bunch of coaches in here who are trying to win a coaching position and think that they're really going to coach these guys to the best of their abilities. Nah, these guys out here looking for a job. You know what I'm saying? So you you really got to hire the right staff and have yeah. one consistent staff. I don't care how many times we hire and fire a coach. It wasn't We wasn't going to win anyway or develop none of the players we had because we had no consistent development coaches in the background or scouting at that. Because to be honest with you, if our scouting department was really up to par, Knox and Frank Nilakina would not be here. Because there's like there's a bunch of players we could have picked up that will I'm that would have been way Knox. more. I'm I'm still I feel you. Frank I feel you. I feel you. Frank point, you could argue. Can, nah, bro. I'm gonna be that. honest with you, you bro. That. I'm gonna be honest with you. Go ahead. There's at least four players currently right now that got drafted with Kevin Knox. That are playing better than him. that. Let's, let's put let's put it in context. Let's put it in context, though, just for the listeners. Let's put it in context. Name them four players. I'm, I'm not naming them right now. I'm just saying that clearly, they, but, Kevin Knox. But, is, but all four, go ahead. I'm saying if Kevin Knox is one of the worst players, clearly, all right. of his of his yo, what's going on, bro? If Kevin Knox oh, is man, one of the worst players, you good? You which you which you recording? You, you sound a little far. Yeah, I'm still in the car, man. Oh, you good? Okay, okay, okay. I sound a little. You sound a little bit better now. <laughs> but um, what what I'm what I'm saying is, if we had a different scout on board at the time that we picked Knox, I highly doubt that we would have picked Knox. And, All right, and that same player, that same said player, would have been coached by David Sizdale. Yeah, and he still wouldn't have developed. Coached by regardless. Mike Miller, right? right. He still wouldn't and, have developed. But I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking mm-hmm. about player development hasn't been up to par, and scouting mm-hmm. hasn't been up to par. That's just that's, right. that's just how it, how it has been, unfortunately. So, yep. I mean, when when I look at how well we can be and and the the, the way that we should play and the, the players that we should go after, it's it's very crucial to how the coaching staff is going to be. Like I said, so. We got Tom Thibodeau here. Okay, cool. That's not too flashy, but it's you at least know he's going to drill these guys the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the bare minimum. He's he's going to do it the right way. So who are we getting? In terms of what? Who are we getting at, at the eighth spot? You put you put something up about this kid. Well, all right. So, few questions. Now that everybody's here, I could really get them get them off. I just wanted to, of course, we discussed the lottery already, but um, I wanted to discuss a couple prospects. Now, I know Slizzy and Joe have done a lot of scouting as well as I have. Um, who would you pick? Well, any of you guys. I don't know how much um, how much you guys have also looked at it, but who would you pick at number eight? If you have to go, um, if if we have to go with it, Joe, who would you pick? There's a lot of guys I like, man. Well, there's a couple guys I like. I would say there's a lot of guys I like. Mm-hmm. But I really like, you know, I like 
uh, I see why everybody likes Kevin Vassell. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it now. I totally get it, man. I, 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 I kind of ignored the whole idea of it because, you know, I've been on this point guard thing. Right, me too. Like, point guard or bunch. Yeah. Like, that's how I've been on it. Yeah. <laughs> this kid is, he could really, he's the kid who could plug into, like, any system, I think, and he'll just be fine. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because his role is going to be, he already going to have a defined role as soon as he touches down. Yeah. Yeah. Play defense on, 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 on a lot of nights, probably the best perimeter player. And hit open threes. Like, that's going to be his role. Yep. And he's active. But, he's active, man. And he moves. Yeah. He's, 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 he's the Tasmanian devil on defense, man. Low key. Like low key. He remind me of Michael Red. Low key. But Michael Red couldn't defend like this dude, though. Nah, he couldn't. That's the, that's the scary part. Like, I, I feel like okay, Vassell's ceiling... Is as high as the development goes. <laughs> I think that he got because I don't think that his offense is broken. If you watch his offense, like I think from it, this is a crazy stat, right? From his freshman year, he hit one pull-up jump shot his freshman year, one jump shot off the dribble. His sophomore year, he hit thirty-nine jump shots off the dribble. Hey, that is a ridiculous amount of improvement on your offense, man. From one year to the next. Yeah, hell yeah. So, so his ceiling is, I think his ceiling is really, really high, man. Right. But you already know, Kat, you already know, bro. I love Cairo, man. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I love Cairo Lewis, man. Uh, this, this dude is, he just, I, like, just the top, the top edge, the top line, the top line speed is what gets me. Yo. Yeah, just, just like, how he quick he can. <laughs> he goes from zero to 60 in like three seconds. He doesn't need a screen, like nothing. Like he could beat his man without a screen. Like I, I really like him a lot, man. Yeah. Um, if he's there at eight, if he's there at eight, it'd be hard for me to take Vassell over him, man. I mean, and right, right. I, I definitely agree with you, man. I, you, we already t- spoke about how how much of a fan I am of Kyra Lewis, so I don't. What if, position Kyra play? He's a point guard. He's a point guard, and just like, just like a. Uh, Joe said, I, I've i been stuck on this point guard thing for so long. Because, you know, since we were looking at LaMelo Ball, we were like, well, if we don't get LaMelo, we got to look at another point guard. Instead of looking at all of the prospects. You know well, what let I mean? Me, let me ask you a question real quick. Because I'm not I'm not one for scouting. I don't know who these guys are coming right. out. Likewise. And, and, I, and I almost, I'm almost like, Praying that you know, like that, that the Knicks pick the right guy at that at a, at the eighth spot. However, right. mm-hmm. as far as uh, we made a trade like a few months ago, a couple months ago, mm-hmm. with that small dude who could shoot the lights out. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel like we won't pick a point guard because of something like that, or no. is that a ridiculous idea? No, only because of uh, the fact that he's not he's not necessarily a starting point guard. Mm. I don't think we would uh, commit to that. I think he's someone who's going to be playing a little bit uh, in the G League, as well as um, you know some some games up in the in the, in the big in the major league. So I the don't know. Reason, the reason why I felt like he might have been something. Somebody came from. Somebody came from Auburn. Yeah, um, the Harper, Derek Harper. Harper, Jordan Harper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, that, the reason why I feel like he'd be more than just what you said, Josh, is because this the league has gone to that thing, that place where everybody could shoot threes. 
Yeah, I just I don't I don't know how look how well he can run in, in offense. Okay, because it's uh. I mean, it, huh, guys? I watched him at Auburn. Uh huh. I watched him at Auburn. I was impressed with him in that tournament, man. He got that team probably further than they should have gone. Mm-hmm. I think he missed a, a critical free throw in one of the games, and he hadn't like missed a free throw the entire tournament, which is crazy up until that point. Right. Wow. But yeah, I, I I was impressed with everything I've seen about him. Wow. Honestly, even his even his ability to run an offense. Hmm, okay. Like he looked like a point guard. He's just so small. Though. Yeah, that's that's the thing. He's that's what I'm saying. But but then when you look at what's the name over there with the Hawks right now, Ice Trey or uh, uh, Trey Young. Trey Young. Yeah, but this kid is Trey Young is like six two. This kid's like five ten. Oh yeah. man, well six two probably ain't much more than that. Like in this league, that the way they want their point guards tall and all of that. Like a lot of these guys are two. Uh, uh, six two is short. Like what's what's uh. Steph Curry, yeah. Steph, Steph Curry, is six, that's what I'm saying. And he's small. Yeah. Now nah, Curry like six three, six. Yeah, three, but he's six, small yeah. in this he's, league. He's still small. Yeah, for for Colin yeah. Sexton's like six one. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I feel like if you got a dude like that who could shoot, because remember before Isaiah Thomas got got injured, that boy was damn. He was good. I mean, if you we look at uh, but, guy that, a lot of the guys that we're one of the guys we're really looking at in terms of free agency, and that's um Fred Van Vliet, Van Vliet and he's. 5'11". You know right. what I'm saying? He's under that's six That's what I'm feet. saying. Right. That's, and that's why I feel like that kid, like you said, from Auburn, I just feel like if he shoots like that and he's consistent with that shot, I think he's always going to be, like, dangerous. I think yeah. somebody yeah. that small probably can't play a lot of defense, though. Yeah, yeah I agree with Dre, though, because I think that um, – I think the league is kind of ridiculous, right? Right, right. I feel like if you could ball, you could ball. And now the league is kind of weird where if you're too big – you're undervalued, and if you're too small, you're undervalued. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, it's kind of like a weird place, man. But I feel like if you can play ball, like, you can play ball. Like, we see little guys come in and, and, and dominate games. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah we've seen it happen. I mean, that's why I said I, I don't mind the height. I just want to know how well he can run an offense. And if if, yeah. if he can run an offense well, I mean, he's going to get minutes because he can knock down the J. So that's – he's we're going to see him out there. There's no Josh. way he's not going to play. Josh, who's that guy you put up earlier saying that uh, the Knicks should look at this guy at number eight? Uh, which guy was that? It looked like he looked like he was a small forward. He looked like he could have been. Oh, what, they my compared favorite, him to my uh, favorite. Uh, my favorite prospect in the draft so far. They complete. They compared him to uh, Slizzy's favorite guy, Tobias Harris. <laughs> Slizzy's favorite guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, Sadiq Bay, Sadiq Bay. That's yeah, I really, yeah, I really, yeah. No, nah, I'm not taking him. I really, I really. Nah, nah, nah that's, that's what I'm high. saying. Um, that's too high. If if we if we high, had yeah. to pick him, I mean, like I, I wouldn't pick him with the eighth pick. If especially because of need, he's not better than anyone else that that would be there. He, I, I can't say that he is. I will say that yeah. looking forward, that he will be a great player. He's just somebody that you can't take a risk on picking at eight. You know what I mean? That sucks because. You're going to end up picking someone, and he's going to be good. This guy will be a good player. I guarantee you Sadiq Bey wow. is not a name that we won't hear again. I guarantee he's going to be a good player. I, I need I need a plug-and-play. I need a plug-and-play right now. That's, what, that's, that what, that's where Vassell fits in. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Vassell, that's that's why I'm, I, I watched him a lot. It took me a while to get into him because um, like, I, like, like um, Joe said, we, I've been trying to get myself out of this. We need a point guard thing. 
You know what I'm saying? And um, it's it's I just can't see us not picking a guard. I really just don't see it happening. Well, let me let me ask you because before you you were interested in Cole Anthony. So what changed? Who with me? That? I I was never interested in Cole Anthony. I just no? think that Ooh, I just yeah. think that he is someone that the Knicks would actually take a chance on because of his scoring prowess. Especially because of so, Tom Thibodeau I'm, as well. Nah, yo, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good on, on him. I'm good on him too. I, I don't want him. So you know, I, you know, I crammed. You know, I crammed Cole all night Thursday night, right? <laughs> as you, as as a bunch so, of other Knicks fans, I'm sure. So, so this is what I took from it, man. I think that Cole has a lot of talent, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think there's gonna be whoever picks, whoever doesn't pick Cole. I think there's going to be a few teams that are going to be uh, that are not going to be um, happy that they didn't take him. He's going. Like, he's, gonna he's, going to, that he's going to kill a lot of teams. He's going to. He's number one. He's going to be an amazing scorer in this league. By by by. Yeah, okay, Austin Rivers. Nah, trust me. No, 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 no. It's it's it's. Yeah, I think it's, he'll be way better than it's, that. No, it's it's because of what's in between the ears, and and he does not see anyone as competition. He's been playing with high with, he since he was in high school he's been playing with NBA players. He has no fear of anybody. He's gonna go at anybody at every chance he can. So 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 why are you passing him? Because that's all he does is score. I don't really see him I running an a, offense. I need my point guard more I don't dynamic. Really see him running an offense. Yo and we that's, take that's it. what scares me. What's the chances that ball drops to eight? This is something I want to talk about. Let's be honest. All right so in a lot of these mock drafts, we see, of course, you see, um, number one, they got uh, the Timberwolves picking my man uh, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Which, yeah. which he's a dynamic, dynamic player. Yeah, he's dynamic. Not I'm not going to lie, Edwards bro. Too. If he'd have ever fell to the Knicks somehow. I, I, I would have been happening. happy. But I, I'm talking about if we'd have got the right number, of course. But looking at looking at the teams after the first two teams, number one, there's no way that uh the the Golden State Warriors. Golden State, play, Minnesota ain't ball. taking ain't taking a, a guard. Right. Period. Minnesota's no. not taking a guard. So uh, unless it's Anthony Edwards, of course. But um then you look at Number three, Charlotte. the Charlotte Hornets. Now they ju- they they do have Devontae Graham, who's been going off. Right. And they just do a lot of money at um Terry, Terry Rozier. Are any of those guys good enough to deter them away from Lamelo Ball? Is the question. His pops is not letting his son Minnesota. Go to Charlotte Hornets. No, no, he's not so, letting him go to um Charlotte. To Charlotte, it's not. I don't think that's. But he, it's not that his. It's happening. not up to him. You know, uh, unfortunately, I think. Not I enough. think if I think if anything, Jordan would probably be the one to step in and be like, "No, nah, I don't want that ball kid over here." So, but here's the problem, though, right? Here's why he doesn't fall to the Knicks. Let's say he falls to seven. Detroit is not passing up on him. Well, this Detroit, is right. Go ahead. Detroit desperately needs a point guard. Now, this is this is what this is what we don't see because this is not something that we can predict before draft night. Imagine he goes past one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Now we're sitting at four with the Chicago Bulls. 
Chicago don't need them. Well, neither does they might think they that really they do. Don't, I I don't I don't know. They they. But here's why. Here's why they might think that. Why? Kobe White is not a shot creator. He's a he's a shot taker. Right. That's a, that's that's very true. So so they might value Ball's ability to run an offense. But, but then what if, you do with Kobe they, White? If, then? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You have to. You play him. You play him both in the backcourt. You let Lamelo. You let Lamelo pass the ball around, and you let White take twenty shots a game. Oh, wait, White ain't even starting. Nah, that, nah, well, that's it's it, it's a possibility. Whether it works or not, or why it works or not, it's a possibility, and that's that's why we're trying to discuss that because at that point, do we try to make a deal for number four? Because number four is not going to ask us for as much as the top three is going to ask us for. Yeah, it is. You know that's I mean? absolutely true. So now, if you are the the all right, they pass on Lamelo Ball at four. Now he's at five. Now the fifth pick, and it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. There's no way they're picking Lamelo Ball. <laughs> it's just not. I happening. doubt it, bro. They just they just picked two guards two right. years in a row. It's not. It's not happening. Yeah. And even if they even if they pass on him, then it's the Hawks next. There's no way you're taking the ball out of uh, Trey Young's hands. Trey Young's hands. Definitely not. So, so, like you said, you still got Detroit. You still got Detroit at seven. So, this is what I'm assuming. The moment he slips past three, you know those two minutes that they got to make their choice? The Knicks are going to be on the phone. <laughs> I guarantee you. And this yep. is something that we can't yep. predict now because we don't know yeah. how the picks are going to land. Yep. So, it might, it, right now, ball's off the table. But on draft night, they're going to keep their eye on what happens to him. I guarantee you. So if he starts to slip Very past true. three or four, I can definitely see them calling Cleveland and saying, hey, uh, what, what you want? <laughs> but this so changes. Let me, let, I'm, go ahead. My bad. Because we still have nah, two nah, picks go in ahead, the first go ahead, round. Go ahead. We still have two picks in the first round. I was, That's very valuable. What I was going to say is if you're not picking ball one, two, three, four, and five, that means other people are getting picked. Right. How do you think that that affects you know like how how it lands or who Detroit picks? I, yo, you know you know who could fall realistically Who's too? That? James Wiseman. Uh, because what do you if, see him? I mean, if if he doesn't get picked up by at, the Golden State it, Warriors, yeah, I definitely see that. Because if, if Golden State no, I'm Charlotte needs that. a big. Golden Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte needs a big, needs a big Charlotte too. Charlotte needs a big bag. Yeah, but Charlotte. Nah, so, nah they need to. <laughs> Charlotte would pick. If I'm Charlotte, though, I'm picking Oneka Ogwu. Okongu. Oneka Okongu. Yeah, yeah. I'm nah, man, I'm, I'm thinking about James. The- I gotta go, James. He's he's more dynamic. He's somebody is. He's gonna be a front runner player. You don't have that front runner player right now outside of Devontae Graham. You need someone who's going to have high usage, and Okongu doesn't have high usage like that. You know what I'm saying? He's but you got guards. They don't really need it. Nah, they they, they need a high usage I, big over there. But I seen Mox. Well, I've seen Mox where it had Mox. Okongu got picked up. James Wiseman re- realistically falls. Like the Hornets real they pick the Hornets to pick Okwangu, whatever his name is. And then the Bulls in Cleveland, they pick Denny, pick Obi Toppin. Nah, and then nah. but th- th- this all goes in the in the. I'm I'm state. sorry, yo. Let's fellas, let's be honest. I know a lot of us like Obi Toppin, but if Obi Toppin and, want, and James Wiseman no. is on the board, no matter who the team is, who are you picking? I'm picking. I'm James. picking James every time. 
Me too. So there's no way that Cleveland is picking Obi Toppin over James Wiseman. He's not falling past five. We, we gonna That's see. not going to happen. I'm telling you, he's either going to... Somebody going to fall. He's going to... Yeah, fall. he's going to... Yeah, somebody's going to fall. Somebody's definitely going to fall. But, I mean, that's that's oh. just that's just what I'm looking at. In terms of the ball yeah. thing, uh, it's a huge possibility that he can fall past the top, the top three, four guys, um, teams. And if that happens, then we're going to be... We're going to be on the phones. I guarantee we're going to be on the phones. And... As much as the Knicks have been enamored with him and he's been enamored with the Knicks, the ball family as well, I, I don't see us not trying to make that happen. But, um, uh, Sliz, did you ever give a pick? You said um, Vassell would be your pick, right? Yeah, I like Devin Vassell at that. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. I mean, Devin and I'm. Uh, that's probably it, man. I, I, I like Isaac Okoro, but he can't shoot. So I'm not really I'm not really interested in Isaac Okoro. So yeah, I, I I'm Devin Vassell all the way, man. Unless unless one of these top prospects magically fall because of certain red flags that another team sees, and or Walt Perrin trades up to number mm-hmm. five. You, you never know what. Right, right, right. Right. So, yeah, right, 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 right. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just at this point. Uh, one one quick question, I guess, before I get everybody out here is. How how um how important is it for us to get a point guard from the draft or from free agency? Like, what what do you think is the the best way for us to approach getting a point guard? Because we're going to need to fill a spot. I think that I can, if I can answer really quick from mm-hmm. what I've seen, uh, I hear you guys saying a lot about Fred Van Fleet, and mm-hmm. and I think that with a coach like the coach that we have now. I think Fred Van Fleet would probably be. I'm not into dating games. I'm ready for a real relationship. I'm not into dating games either. What, what's... Yeah, I'm ready for a real relationship <laughs> too. <man>. Yeah. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was like, who's I was telling you about, that? <laughs> I was thinking about Van Vliet, but the only problem with Van Vliet is Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's only getting older and fatter. Exactly. That is so his spot. If I'm Toronto, if I'm Toronto, why the hell would I let Van yeah. Vliet walk? He's not going anywhere. Oh, He's not yeah. going anywhere. All right, so I mean, if we like Van Vliet, there's I'm, I'm, a. I'm just saying. I'm just saying from a standpoint of him being like he's a veteran at this point now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's younger, but he's, okay. he got a championship. Got a championship. They're yeah. looking good this year. You know, okay. At, at uh at who's available, right. who we could draft. Like if you draft somebody, you could kind of train them up. You could develop them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and our coach looks like he's more interested in somebody that. Yeah. yeah. Yo, can I ask you a question? What point guard do you think we could get at eight that's gonna that that's gonna be able to score on four, fourth year Frank Milikina? Kyra Lewis. Really Kyra Lewis. Kyra Lewis is not scoring. He's yo, Kyra yeah, Lewis. Right now, you right looking now, at a dude. Right the reason why is because he will blow past Frank every time. Frank is yo, a great defender. Blur, yo. He, we watched Frank listen, shut down. The Houston backboard. Yes, I, yes, well, yes. So for what it's worth, let's stop this. But, but, but Slizzy, but, can I also say something too, though, Slizzy? I don't think that's fair, yeah. though, bro, because we know that Frank is a special defender. And there ain't too many Franks that's going to be so like... imagine Kara Lewis, 170 pounds, trying to go at year four Frank and practice. 
bro, he is not beating Frank out for that starting spot. He doesn't need to. As a, he doesn't need to as a point guard. I'm not confident in picking it. He doesn't Say need to in, in his first year. He doesn't need to in his first it year. It depends, though. I think so, that depends so, so, because if 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 Tibbs looks at Frank and Tibbs says, man, this guy can't get by his man, though. Right. <laughs> Frank was getting by his man this year with bad coaching. I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree with I you. I don't disagree with him. It's gonna. It really is gonna depend on what type of leap Frank makes, man. Like Frank got to keep taking leaps and bounds. If Frank come no, in year four and he's better than he was in year three, because even though he looked better in year three, the numbers were still eerily similar to the previous his, year. I mean, but if you look at if you just look at his three point percentage last um going into the year, he was averaging twenty eight point seven, I believe, percent. Oof. But then, you know, towards the end of the season, after Mike Miller coaching him, you know, he bumped that up to 32.1, which is which is yeah. huge. But that was mainly because of his corner threes. And yeah. I, I think he was in like the 93rd percentile, like shooting 52 percent from the from the corner. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of improvements we want to see. But also that can't I watched that kid make 20 straight threes. I watched that kid make 20 straight threes in warm-ups kid, when I went to a Knicks he game. He has all the mechanics to do it. His free throw percentage is 80. He finished. He finished the year at 86.4% from the free throw yep. line. So he's, he's, he's going to be fine when it comes to shooting the ball. I'm not worried about that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with Frank. Frank, like I've been saying. In, in case you don't know, Slizzy, I feel... I feel the same way about Frank as you, bro. I'm hard on him. I'm critical of him, but I feel the same yeah. way about him. As you. I love Frank. So Frank don't think that I don't. Don't don't ever. I'm Frank ain't going nowhere. I don't. I've been one to say. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't know about Frank as as my starting lead guard, but I'm never getting 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 rid of him. Never say I'm, never. I said I don't know. I, never I never say said never. never. I said I don't know. Don't I'm sleep. just saying I wouldn't get rid of him though. That's, don't sleep on my man Dennis Smith Jr. That's uh, all I'm saying. I mean, he's he's Yo, trade bait. I am all the way. He's trade bait, but at this point, they got to play him in order for him to be trade bait. So, nah, he need to be gone draft. It's right, not going. It's not going to happen, bro. It's not going to happen. Yo, when you see, yo, the I'm gonna be honest lineups. though. Sorry to cut y'all off, but we still trying to get this draft talk out. There's a player named Grant Riller. I definitely yeah, I heard about him. I still ain't, I still ain't done the work yet, but I heard about him. I, I listen, I ain't done the you work yet. You talking about um, number one? He plays a lot like Van Vliet, and that's exactly the type of play we've been looking for already. I really like the way he plays. So you talk about the type of guard that attacks the basket and can shoot the J. He does that. He does the same thing Van, Van Vliet does, but he's like 6'3". And it, it's funny. They both look the same. They got that, you know, Spanish <laughs> Spanish Harlem look. You know what I'm saying? They got that look. That the Drake beard. look? Yeah, the Drake look with the beard and all that. So they, they look mm-hmm. the same, but it's that's somebody I can see is picking at 27. So if we pick Vassell at 8 and Grant Rill is there at 27, that's a good draft for me. You know what I mean? Honestly. So there's just there's just a lot of ways we can go about it and still find a, a quality guard without trading up and get rid of getting rid of so many assets. But um that's really all I, I really got. Um I was trying to get a couple of y'all takes on the bubble and what y'all think is gonna happen ultimately. Ooh. Y'all like y'all I just watched Luca Luca went crazy. Make Pandemic P looks so bad. <laughs> Yo, I don't know what's up with Paul George, and bro. 
Your boy Paul George making himself look bad. Yeah. I think he, I think yo, he hurt, yo. Honestly, I don't want to hear that's that. That's what I think. I, I guarantee I'm just telling you what I think, I guarantee bro. His shoulder. If they, if they, you lose, seen how he had the ice? Shoulder. Yep. You see how they had the ice on his shoulder? He had the ice on his shoulder the after shoot. game one. What's the, the ice, the ice on which arm? The shooting on? The shooting one. I think it was his right, his right shoulder. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was his right shoulder. He actually had surgery on both of them, though. Both of them. So what? Yo, bro, if it hurts, yo, if it hurts, it hurts, bro. Bro, not on Kobe's birthday, bro. Like, well, like, not on like, Kobe's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of that. Like, not, like he, birthday, I, not like bro. I said, he he missed every, it. he was missing a, a layup. Yo, bro. Yo, his shoulder was hurting though. Superstar. Yo, how he gonna say? Oh, I'm not James Harden. My job ain't the score. What the he hell? Said he, no, he, he said that? Kobe no, he said that? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't say that. I swear to Don't tell me he said that. He said, yeah. he said my on, job man. ain't the score. Come on. What? Man. Wait, wait, wait. Tell me. Stop. Cole George said that? He said that? Yes, he did say that. That's why I'm so mad. Nah, I don't want to hear that. Nah, he lost respect for me. Yo, go look it up, bro. I swear to God. Somebody look that up, please, because that's that's what. Let me let me turn the computer on. He said, I'm not James Harden. My job ain't really to score. I do a lot more things on the court. I bring you both. Wow. And you dissing on Harden when you say all of that. So what? Harden up 3-1 right now by himself. Yeah. No, no. He tied 2-2. He tied two two, but he about to win that series though. I'm not really worried about Houston. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta see this because this I, is. Uh, I don't know, man. I can't give him a pass ever again just saying something like that because you are in the playoffs. You, bro, like God, you are. Yo, he said second, that today. Second leading score. Yo, he said that yesterday, I believe. Yesterday, hold on, because he's yeah. been playing bad for a while. So he played great in game one, though. He did. Oh yeah, he yeah. Did have a good game one. But then ever since then he just he he's he been terrible since he's been he's been Knox. So I don't know, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. He looking like Kevin Knox out there, man. I don't see the quote. He looking timid. I don't see the quote. He look like he don't want to shoot the ball. I'm watching Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. rain back to back threes. Oh no, there it is. I'm no James Harden. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> he said, I'm no James Harden. That's bro. yo, his his I don't like that. his mentality now. Nah, yeah. Kobe would never say something like that. Like, I'd be I, like, what the hell are you saying? I dare RJ say that. I would slander him OD on his Twitter. Crazy. But Paul George is the same guy who said he wanted to be a legend. So what? You got to shoot the book. No, no, I'm, I agree I with you. I'm just saying for him to go and say something like that after saying he wants to be legendary. like it Yeah, is, like yo, you bugging. Like, what are you doing? Yo, if I'm a superstar, bro, I'm going out. I'm shooting the ball. If I go eight for 38, bro, I'm going out gangster. That's what I'm going out, bro. I ain't going out like George. Jones, bro. That's crazy, yo. Shots, that's, that's not my 14 nagging. shots. Wait, is that hey, what is how that? much? Uh, and I pride myself on being um, effective on both ends. Um, but it's going to be nice like this, where I just can't make a shot. Um, and I got to—I can't allow that to affect my game. Um, nah, make, bro. So I still got to try to make plays. Yo, Kobe would never, bro. <laughs> nah, <laughs> yo. Kobe birthday, you see, you see, you see what happens. You see what happens when you got LeBron as your king. This is the this is the mentality you get from your stars. Nah, nah, yo. <laughs> the mentality nah, yo. you get from your stars. These, these young punks grew up different, bro. 
Nah, yeah, we can't. I can't rock with that, yo. Nah, bro, I'm Gucci. I'm good. I'm good. I hope Kevin Knox ain't watching Paul George. Oh, you know he's been watching Paul George. That's that's it. I think this is the wake up call to stop watching. <laughs> Maybe he'll start playing better now. You start watching Kawhi or something. But, um, when it comes yeah, to yeah. uh I we got a little far off that rabbit hole, but when it comes to uh the Lakers, the Lakers Rockets, I mean Lakers are uh, Blazers. Um last night it was a it was uh, it was a battle, but LeBron was LeBron. You know what I'm saying? No, that series. That series, yeah. I mean they're up two one now. Hopefully. I was hoping that I was hoping that they'll pull out another victory before going six. out. Right. Um. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think they got in their hair at this in the head at this point. So it's uh. It's but don't much count up. Dame out. No, he no, had a bad score tonight. Not counting out Dame, but I think when when your shots aren't falling, it, it could uh, it could really throw off everything. But that that game one, man, like everything was falling. Game two, nothing was falling. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's and CJ was on fire. Oh, not like that, Jamal. Ooh. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Yo, this is our draft pick I'm watching on the screen right no, now. No, man, we Yo, can't Nick live fans, like this. I don't want to nah. hear this trade. Yeah, we can't, we can't do this, bro. We can't live like that. I'm not living like that. <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'm not no, doing nah, that to bro. myself. Nah, nah, nah bro. bro. I'm nah, good. Bro. I'm super good. <laughs> I'm super good. Since I've been 10 years old. I hear you, bro. I'm 32. This is... We ain't been. All right, this is the year <laughs> 2000. We talking about the year 2000. You know how many trades of first round picks I watched in my year? Yeah, bro. We know, bro. Do you know We've how been many, here. Do you, how many times have we signed a, a rookie to their after their rookie contract once? And that's to wasn't Charlie Ward like the last Ward. one? Charlie Ward was the last. 1994, man. So this is nothing new, bro. Like I'm. There's a bunch of our kids running around the league right now. I guarantee you. So there's nothing that we can really do about that <laughs> at this point. So yeah, um, man, I, I, I don't like it, but I've I've I've, I've accepted it, yo. It just it stinks. It but stinks. we gotta look forward, bro. We gotta look forward. I, I mean, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, mm-hmm. we got we got some guys in here who at least will be. See that this the problem I think we had before is it was too toxic of an environment. For players to want to stay here, even if they were treated the right way. So I think now when you kind of have a regime of everyone on the same page, you know what I mean? Like even when Phil Jackson came in and he hired his own staff, he didn't get to hire all the people he wanted. So there was a yeah. lot of discord. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of confusion going on. Of, Is this what we want? Number one, you had your, 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 your president telling you what offense you had to run. Which is something that you which makes no sense at all. Yeah, which you typically will never have to deal with. So, what's going on there? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Yo, no, we but... really traded two first round picks for Andreas Barkley. Oh my god! Yeah, Frizzy, <laughs> Frizzy, <laughs> stop, listen, man. So it's not doing it. Yeah. We're not, we're not <laughs> doing it, bro. I see. I can't. Yo, Sliz, bro, we don't have to. We have to get you to a strength or something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, Yo, you are Jamal damaged. Murray got you are damaged right and, now. And, and dudes is on Twitter talking about trading draft picks. I don't want to see trade nothing. We got a whole new developmental staff. Make them boys earn their goddamn. I agree with you, bro. Listen, man, I'm I'm not going to lie, though. And it hurt my heart because I give this guy a lot of respect. 
and it only hurt my heart because I had to respect it. Fran Fancilla was on the Michael K show. Man, he snipped the line. Nah, nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. The guy the line, is a scout. Man. Play what he said. I don't have Play it. I don't have it. I don't have it. But he's a scout. He's a scout, and he, he's been doing this shit for a long time, bro. And he's rarely wrong. <laughs> and he said, basically, um, not verbatim, but basically he said that this roster, there is not anyone on this roster that I would keep and not put part of a trade. Not well, one of them. Strong. And I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Who's this? Fran Franchilla. Fran Franchilla. You know, he said he said he don't care about Barrett. He said no, no, no. He didn't say he didn't care about Barrett. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That's exactly what he said. I play. I don't think he said I don't care about Barrett. Well, the statement that I said—that's exactly what he said. When he actually said that, all of them. That's probably when he said it because he was like, "There's not." He said, "Not Barrett, not not Mitchell, not it, not Knox." Because he even said he said I was never a Knox guy. That he said that off the rip. Damn, but. I don't like Fred, bro, but I'm gonna like be honest, man. We don't we don't gotta like him, but the guy knows basketball. He knows talent. He I'm knows right, winners. He, do he know? He context? knows winners. I need to know if he, he know knows context. winners, bro. He don't know winning because if he knew winning, no, 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 uh-huh. You know what I mean? Would you be? Because I feel like we have like an emotional attachment to Nods and, so, and make so sure. So can I answer that question? Hey. I'm very uncomfortable with our roster, bro. Very uncomfortable. So this is but, what I'm saying. So now, if this dude says he don't care about all these guys on the on the roster, if you're not a Knicks fan and you somebody else, like I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care. We could play. We gonna bust their ass, right? Yo, that's uh, that's exactly. Uh, all right, so. Quick scenario. We talking about trading up, right? Say we wanted ball that much, right? Do you know how easy it would be for the Pistons to trade up before we do? Oh, of course, because they could trade Drummond. They can trade. No, they already traded Drummond. Yeah, Drummond's Blake, out. Blake Griffin. Oh, yeah, Drummond is gone. They could they trade. trade. Blake Griffin. Yeah. Um, there's Sign and trade Christian, Christian Wood. Wood. There's a bunch of guys and and even probably picks that they have. I don't even know what their picks are lined up like that they can trade that are way more valuable than the guys we have. You know what I'm saying? So at this point, especially Golden State, you think Golden State would wouldn't be interested in Blake Griffin? Yo, you want to know what's funny? It, I would take Blake Griffin if the trade was if we I, boom if they say we'll give you Blake Griffin. I bet. Give me Blake Griffin. Give me the give me what pick they got? Seven. seven. Is it the six? Seven. I think they got the six. No, they got seven. Seven? Yeah. So if they got seven, let's say LaMelo falls the seven. Killian Hayes is still on the board. They already got Saquon the board. Give me your pick. I'll take on Blake Griffin. But we we'll trade you. How was Blake now? Future pick. A, a, a future pick. Nah, nah, nah. I don't think I'm doing that because I want, I want, I want another lottery pick. So they, it might, it so might have to be a for that, trade. Uh, for a, a future pick for Blake. 
they, they, I, whatever team take on Blake, they got to get a future pick for that. You see his car. Yeah, that, that, well, that's what I'm saying. They would be either a future they pick would, or, or Blake and their seventh pick. The, you know what I'm saying? I could see something like that. But like I said, I can see the Timberwolves taking on Blake Griffin. I can see that. Happen. But like I said, regardless, there's like 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 to go along with Dre's point. There's mm-hmm. so many other teams that will be able to make moves and probably will sit there and watch make amazing moves in the draft that we can't make simply because we don't have the pieces to make. We think we have all of these valuable pieces because they've been more valuable than pieces we've had in the past. But if you really put them on the level of everybody else, we're really, we're really not. Uh, we're at really the bottom. Climbing, we're really not climbing I out feel that like high. Love Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, but like you know what I'm saying, but it's still not like the kid doesn't make smart decisions yet. I, Yo, he I like, I like, shoot. right? That's my biggest well. He could shoot during practice. Shoot, R.J. Barrett. RJ Barrett is somebody that I like his I like his motor. I like I like his competitiveness. I'm not I'm yeah. still not convinced. Keeping RJ. I'm still not Well convinced. see that's what that's nah, I'm convinced. That's also what he's right in the future. That's, a, yeah, that's also but what Fran said too. He said But that's what I'm said. saying. Other than I'm sorry. No, yeah. that, he's other than what? Other, other than, than that, Barrett? like I other than you know, at could get to the basket, but there's like dudes could get to the basket in this league. Well, you know what I'm saying? I think, I right, think RJ's strength, yo, RJ I think Barry, RJ's strength, which is what Fran Franchilla was saying, is is not necessarily his game. It's it's his mentality. It's his mentality. You know what I'm saying? And like that's somebody you don't, be left. I don't want to get rid of. That's that's why I'm I like him. Seeing though, you know, but I'm I'm still it's still not at that point where it's like I gotta keep this dude. And who else we got? We, oh, no, we no, still no, got no, Dennis no. Smith. But I'm, I'm still, yo, bro, 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 bro. Can, yo, Alfred Payton was his. Yo, yo we not going to start this again. Alfred Payton was his starting point guard. Had my man clapping for the ball. If you look at R.J. Barrett's stats, it mirrors Jason Tatum's stats. Jason Tatum rookie year. When you look at R.J. Barrett, R.J. Barrett was a better player than Jason Tatum in high school, in college. No, R.J. Barrett. Rookie year, they're both comparable. R.J. Barrett is R.J. Barrett's one of the most decorated prospects to ever come into the league. Yeah, yeah. If you look at everything he accomplished before he got to the league, yeah. All right, but, so like, but, right, so but, we, but how talented exception. is he really at the pro level, though? Right. You got to ask that we question. We can see it. We we can see, we can see it the potential. Got, you, you can see it once you remove Mr. One to spin move Julius Randle from the starting four spot, and you remove Mr. 20% from three at the starting point guard spot, and you put the ball in RJ. I agree Davis, with that. Which I fully expect. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. That is the last well, this thing is this I'm is my about. thing. This is my thing. I think if anything, he's not going to have his big men have a majority of the usage. I just think that's not going to happen. I don't see him putting the ball completely in RJ's hand. I I don't completely. I don't see that happening. But I do see. Co- I do that's see him, number three listen, pick. I do see. What, what you pick him listen, for? Bro, He's not. He's 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 not someone who needs to have the ball in his hands all the time. He just doesn't need to have the ball in his hands all the time. He knows how to be effective I, I, without I, having the ball. He's not someone I'm worried about how much the ball mm-hmm. is in his hands. But he does need to have people around him who won't take the ball out of his hands. That's the important piece. Because yeah. when Julius Randle and, and Alfred Payton and even Mook wasn't on the court last year, he got the ball a lot. He was, I mean, if anything, he always had the ball when those three weren't on the court. You know what I'm saying? So 
Yeah. It's not about putting the ball in his hands more. I just think you have to surround him with people who's going to give him more space so that the two, nice three, and the four isn't clouding the paint. You know what I'm saying? So that you can, so he can give him space so he can go up and make a layup. I think you know Thibodeau is going to straighten things out because I think they yeah. got all messed up when Wilson they came and talked about whoever grabbed the rebound. Whoever makes the play on yeah, defense yeah. can run Positionless. up. You can bring it yeah, up. That just brings it up the court. Yeah. yeah. Just, there's no LeBron over there. You're not Toronto. Right. Toronto right, can do right, that. Right. You, we that's not, not Toronto. Happening. Right. Julius Randle is not smart nah, enough. Nah, he's wild. He's not, he's not smart enough. I'm ready, I'm ready for him to go. He could go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm going to be honest go. with you. He, I cannot wait for him to go. But if they do keep him this year... I do see him being a, a different version of himself. Which, well, that's because the coach which, they which, have it. Which, well, the yeah, the, the coach, the, number one, the coach isn't going to have that. But number two, I do see behind the scenes, Kenny Payne is really going to put some work into him. And I don't think he's going – he's going to be a lot more disciplined. He's going to be a think, lot less spin moves? I think – yeah, and I think that's Julius Randle's issue is discipline. He, he's not a disciplined ball player at all. He's always 90% out of control. <laughs> He's always Randy, out of control. Randall who? Always. Randall. I'm telling you, he's always out of control. So he's someone that I think they should <laughs> really keep in the gym. If you're going to really work on him. Get your ball, bro. He is all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get us out of here, man. We can watch the game. Yeah, <laughs> go, go ahead. Do your thing. Yeah, bro. yo, let, we, 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 um, we, we, uh, we chopped it up for as, as long as we possibly could. But, um. Hey, wait, hold on, real quick, real quick, brother. Shout out to the shout out to um Steve Mills. You know he was a part of the team that picked Frank Nellikina. I'm currently watching Donovan Mitchell with 40, 41 points. And, you know, shout out to the Knicks because you know we traded for <laughs> Andreas Bogdanovic and Carmelo Anthony, and Jamal Murray has forty five points. But I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Knicks fans. Uh, we 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 gonna. Uh, we're gonna work on Slizzy for y'all. I know he's he's <laughs> he's been he's he's listen, he's hurt. He's hurt. We understand the hurt. We all understand the hurt. You sitting there telling me you don't understand his hurt, then you wrong. You ain't you ain't a Knicks fan. So we, we get it. We with him. We're gonna keep working with him. You know what I'm saying? And uh <laughs> we gonna we it's things gonna be all right because we're gonna start doing we gonna, we gonna oh, hold on. What fans say we're gonna get you we're right, gonna kid. Get you right. We're gonna get you right. Get you right they should have said we're gonna get you right. We're gonna get you, nah, we're gonna get you right. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, thank y'all for coming out, man. Thank y'all for listening. And uh appreciate it, fellas. Till next time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace out. Peace. Peace.